It's Wednesday, September 30th, and you're listening to a brand new episode of The Julian Dion Show. Today, we talk about doing comedy in a red zone, the most watched televised event last night, The Daily Dose with me, Jen Grant, your comments and more, and we kick it off with Mike Plume. Looking back on the good old days, wild and crazy in my Chevrolet, with just enough money to pay my share, old enough to know better, young enough not to care. Yeah, we had us some fun Time doesn't walk, it runs Looking back on those summer nights Paradise by the dashboard lights Filling up the tank of that old Chevrolet Twenty bucks went a lot further in those days Yeah, we had us some fun Wait a minute, let's start again. Hello, hello. <laughs> Hi, this is Ron Votary. This is Alex Nussbaum. This is Jason Fraser. This is Matt O'Brien. Hey, this is Ray Zwicker. All right, world. My name is Cal Post. Guys, this is Christina Walken. This is Eddie Delicepi. This is Adrian Spencer. Uh, my name is Timo. And you're listening to the Julian Dion Comedy Hour. You're listening to the Julian Dion Comedy Hour podcast. <laughs> Who am I talking to? What am I doing? Yeah, Julian Dion Comedy Hour? You're listening to the. Ah, 
fuck sometimes. See, I took the word out comedy. Changes the Damn, meaning completely, doesn't it? Dazing, Not really, I'm overworking, but days in the holidays. Happy holidays. You're listening to the Julian Dion Comedy Hour podcast. Uncensored, eh? <laughs> <laughs> From Lemon Press Studio in the beautiful Gatineau Hills. <laughs> Project. I was like half asleep on the couch, and now I'm projecting. Hey everyone, this is Christian Potenza. This is Gay Trevor Wilson. This is Jean Paul, aka the Island Hipster. Hashtag Hipster Business. This is Steph Tola. Hey, this is Jake Goldsby. This is Sky Wallace. Hey everybody, this is Erica Sigurdsson, aka Ricky Six. Okay, hello. Hi. This is Howard Wagman. Hey, this is Peter Anthony, the PA System. This is Matt O'Brien. Some people like to, that's my rap name. This is Jen Grant, and you're listening to the Julian Dion Comedy Hour podcast. <laughs> You and me belong, just like the flowers, laughing all day long. People I need to lose, sing a little song, then take a shower. Julian Dion. It's it's a show. It's not an hour, it's a show. Okay. A radio. All right. It's such a beautiful Here we go. Yeah. <laughs> the tongue. <laughs> You'll see my tongue on the delay. <laughs> Good morning, everybody. Welcome to the show. Welcome to the Julian Dion Show live on a Wednesday morning, Wednesday, September 30th. Started the month saying, I can't believe it's September. And now I'm like, are we still September? <laughs> Where's October already? Welcome to the show. We are, of course, broadcasting to you live from Lemon Press Studios in the beautiful Gatineau Hills. <coughs> oh. And, um, hey, hey, hey. Ha ha ha. Ha Right, down, down the feet. Down the feet. Oh, so, so sweet. Yeah, so yeah, sweet. yeah, yeah, yeah. Jen Grant, that is Jen Grant that you hear. Good morning. Belting it out like an angel over there, Jen. That's right. Jennifer Grantington. Not, not everybody knows that my full name is Grantington. Yes, Jen Grant for short. He he he. All right. Well, we are. Uh, thank you for joining us. It's uh, Wednesday Hump Day, garbage day for us, of course, as you know. Very exciting. Sigida. Have we done the garbage today? No. No, we have not. I know that was very passive aggressive. You didn't do the garbage by any chance, did you? Yeah. 
I've done a lot today already. Yeah, well, you get up now at an ungodly hour. Yeah, 445. 445, 2, 3, that's a quarter to 5 a.m. All right, yeah, Jen, Jen, Grant, Grant, Inkton. Yeah, I enjoy it, actually. Yeah, you're now part of the, not only the 5 a.m. club, you've gone and up to, up the, upped the ante. You're part of the 445 a.m. club, which is you and other psychopaths. <laughs> that is early, but how do you feel about it? You like it? I love it? it. Oh, so I figure if I'm gonna get if I'm willing to get up at five, I can get up at four forty-five. And then four forty-five, why not just go four thirty? Then you can get a little more done. And then if mm. you're up at four thirty, I mean, what really is the difference between four thirty and one a.m.? May as well then you can get you know that's <laughs> three and a half hours head start. You could get a lot done by the time I wake up at five. You'll be going. You'll be having dinner. <laughs> Well, right. I was thinking. Um, yeah, you're right. Like you, if uh-huh. you if you keep saying, "Well, I might as well get up." Well, I'm, I'm, I might as well get up. Then you can you can really rationalize anything. But I do enjoy it because uh, something very special happens between five and six. It's a very special time of the day before the uh, sun comes up. Sigura. It is. You're alone. And it's so quiet. I, yeah. All of the idiots are still sleeping. <laughs> Most I, idiots are still asleep at that time. I think that's why it's a so special. It's such a uh, such a special window. I just want to be like ready to start like reading my book and doing my thing when I'm starting my day at five. So between four forty-five and five, I'm like letting the dog out, who? feeding the animals. Who, 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 who? Let the dogs out. It is nice. I love again. This is. I mean, I should get this tattooed in Latin on my rib cage, but I, I love. I'm a night owl, but I also I love mornings. I don't know which I love more, so I'm just per- perpetually exhausted. Good morning. <laughs> yeah, it's finding that balance. Huh? Yeah, and last night I went to bed a little late. Uh, it was debate night, right? And then uh, went to bed late, and then was awoken this morning by uh, Jules. Jules, can you come here? Can, can you help me? Because the cat Nugget. Had a shit nugget, a nugget of shit stuck to his fur. Yeah, and that's I that's what I woke help. up to. So I'm asleep, and I ha- I have a long day today. I have to go to Montreal and I'm going into a red zone, which we'll talk about in a bit. But um, and uh, so I, I was asleep, and then I just hear like frantic, <laughs> you Jennifer Grant mm-hmm. calling me from the bathroom, which is attached to our bedroom, like. And you get out, like using your full day voice. You know when you're asleep, but someone else has been up for a while, so they're like using their full after high noon voice. Mm-hmm. That's what you were using. Well, I you're think like, anybody could you come, would. Could you come here and help me? So I'm I like, think anybody would if they saw. You a, were right though, too. Yeah, absolutely. A piece of shit that was stuck on the cat's ass that I couldn't get off. Usually, I'll be able to do it, but like I can't. He's squirming so much with and his mad, nails. Like, yeah. I'm holding this cat. I'm all disheveled. No, no, you were right. The, the thing about Jen Grant uh, that I'll say is mm-hmm. when when she's right, she's right, <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> which is all the time. The uh, Jordan, isolate that clip for us. Thank you. <laughs> and um, so I'm like all disheveled. I'm 27 seconds hey, from... Sorry to interrupt. Full, yeah. It says the live video has now ended. Oh, Seriosolo? I think yeah. maybe that's just on your thing. Maybe let's plow through and continue okay, sure. because, as you know, yep. we that's face right. these technical issues all the time on the um, live stream, right. which we are live. Okay. We're live on YouTube and Facebook. 
as well as uh, Twitch Daily Motion and Oh yeah, it is. Why does it say it ended Periscope. though? This one actually said it ended. I don't know. Sometimes it does that. Let's and then we do this every time. It, it sidetracks us, and people are like, "No, I still hear you." Oh, with no, no, I have this. Miller is says she than still hears us. Doug says <laughs> hi. It's like it's like a kid's show. No, I but I it, this one I'd never seen it say that, so I thought I'd just share because yeah. then you know then you could say afterwards like, "Why didn't you tell me?" You're that, right. Again, when you're right, you're right. But let's just plow through because yeah, it is annoying to listen yeah, no, to I it's know. Groundhog Day our show 100% <laughs> oh it stopped uh, oh no 100% Silka says Guten Morgen and uh, uh, anyway <laughs> <laughs> um, so yeah so we, the poop and that's how the Laura day says she can hear us no um, yeah so <laughs> I'm, I'm asleep and I'm uh, 27 seconds from being uh, jolted from uh, consciousness into consciousness and I'm sitting on the tub muscling this cat <laughs> With his fluffy... We should just shave his arsehole. Mm. Uh, we know how we were talking about how that's a new-ish uh, grooming trend for men. I say ish because uh, it's obviously... To, to me, it's new, but I just don't want you guys to think it's weird that I haven't shaved my butt ever. But anyway, um, we should shave Nuggie's butthole because he's long-haired. Anyway, so then mm -hmm. I'm sitting there... Turns out it's it looked it seemed like it was more than just a piece of uh, a, a shit stuck to his fur. It was actually like um, f it's stuck inside him. Something. I know he started when I tried to like pull it off of his hair. Anyway, and you shouldn't pull it. Never. You should never pull it. No. By the way, we're available on demand wherever you get your <laughs> podcasts. If you want to hear more of this glorious yeah. talk about Go catch to Apple it. Podcasts, Spotify, wherever. <laughs> um, Laura says, good morning, Team J&J. &J. Nothing like waking up to pet turds. Very I know. true. V true. Well, this is the reality we live in. Sometimes we talk about our lives and sometimes it's not always pretty. Sometimes it's stringy shits hanging from their cat's arseholes. Yeah. Anyway, <laughs> so that's what I woke up to. And uh, yeah, I got to go. I have to go to a red zone after this. So immediately following the show, we'll do sort of a tighter show. Okay. Sometimes we go long and we're loosey-goosey and we leave people wanting less. Today we'll go shorter because I have to have a writing session at 930. Then okay. I have to head to Montreal. After I've got to do some... So this thing in, Mo so in Montreal, as of midnight tonight... Um, Montreal, the greater Quebec region, as we said yesterday, and, and Appala again, I'm blanking on the name, something Appalache yeah. region. Uh, they're going to red, which is means all restaurants, bars, casinos, showrooms, theaters are closed. Mm -hmm. But I have a big Just for Laughs gala on Saturday, which is still happening without an audience. I didn't know yesterday yet, but confirmed. Everything's still happening, just no audience and I guess they'll add it in posts with some like old footage they have, so you won't even be able to tell. Every punchline, it'll just cut to a 1997 crowd. <laughs> the big gla big frame gla glasses. You know, I people love it. are really outdatedly dressed in front of that gala. Anyway, so whatever. Yeah. I'm just rolling with it. Usually I would complain and be like, ugh, everybody's in the same boat. I'm not thrilled about doing it because without an audience, but who cares? Yeah. It's uh, Everyone knows. still work. You get paid. You go there. You, it's mm -hmm. weird to complain about getting paid to go to an empty theater, talk in the microphone for seven minutes, and then leave. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? It's like this who cares? Yeah. Um, you know. So I, but I, all that to say, I'm just, I want to be clear that I am putting myself right up there with frontline workers. So thank, thank, you're welcome for our service. <laughs> no? <laughs> yeah. yeah. Are you distracted a little bit in a minute? Um, well, fully this, full disclosure. Yeah, right now. Yeah, okay. I, okay. Oh. 
Rick said Claire would cut Gazoo butthole fur because of the same problem. Yeah. Rick's it's, Rick's mom. His mom? <laughs> yeah. I think mm. it is. I mean, really think of shitting through a tuff of hair. Like you're like you're like shitting through a a hair br- like um you know how you would clean the brush your hairbrush and you collect that that fur that hair ball mm-hmm. like your human brush. Mm-hmm. You, we all have it. Mm-hmm. Imagine then just shitting through that collection of hair. Yeah, not the best. No, I still feel like you're distracted. No, I'm oh, listening. Okay. What am I supposed to do? I think you. Exp- I don't know. Like you think I'm supposed to go? <laughs> do an impression. Do an impression. Whatever I think you think I should be doing. Okay, so you said, uh, yeah. Imagine shitting through a hairy butthole, and then I'm supposed to go like this. <laughs> yeah. Oh <laughs> my. It's actually so nice. God, that would be incredible. Isn't that weird? Yesterday I spoke about. Sorry, guys. That was um, annoying. Not at all. Nothing you will ever do is annoying, and you're always That's right. Nice. See how I'm trying to get your attention. Wow. The yesterday I had a. Uh, Can I just say something? Yeah, go ahead. I don't. I was saying earlier that I don't. I don't really want you to go to a red zone today. Oh yeah, I know. Well, it's real, really careful. I mean, I can't Still. not. I can't not. I'm sorry. I. I mean, I'm not gonna not do it. The extra show too. Oh. Um, with that, I don't know. So I've been put on this uh, show. To, there was a, a show to, tomorrow night to practice these sets that most of us have not, oh, have not practiced. Oh, I thought it was tonight. Yes, oh. it was tomorrow night, and then but because oh. of uh, midnight tonight, everything's going red zone. It was bumped up to tonight. I see. Which is a new space in Montreal where they're doing uh, social distancing, like social distance comedy. There's plexiglass everywhere. It's one of those places that they've built for that kind of like. It, it it arose from the uh, our new normal, even though I want to throw up in my mouth every time I say that term. So I don't know. Yes, I, so I'm on this show tonight. So I'm I'm set to finish here, do a writing session, jump in my car, go to Montreal, do a quick rehearsal and some B-roll um, mm-hmm. f- taping. So I have to put my suit that I'll be wearing on Saturday and answer some questions. Oh, you know how they do that silly, yeah, interview stuff. Yeah. So that Saturday it'll just be in and out. It'll be like because usually those those tapings are a full day thing and. Uh, and how long is it going to be? Or what time? Sorry. Today I have to be there at one thirty. Oh no! I mean Saturday. Saturday seven p.m. show Saint okay. Denis Theater. Interesting that they're still doing it at night, even though. No one's gonna be there. Well, I think those things you got to set it up all day. You got yeah, that's true. Like it's a full it's a full TV set that's that true. they're. I mean, it's it's up now because the galas are starting tonight. I do believe tonight until next. Like, there's two weeks that they're doing this. I'm in the I'm in the beginning, so I'll know. I don't know. It's all crazy. Yeah, you're right, though. You're right to to be like. I don't know if I want you to go to. <clears throat> it's not about wanting me to go to a red zone or not, but it's true. Well, it's one thing if you're doing your TV taping, but to do extra shows, I just don't feel comfortable with that because. Also, your parents are coming, and you know. Yeah. Well, co- it's there's no human. It's, there's no human contact. Like I know, but still. Yeah. It's nerve wracking. It is. They're coming from pristine New Brunswick, you know, where there's no cases, and they're going to come here, and you're going to a red zone, mucking your whole situation up. Well, I know. Hmm. Mucking. Mm-hmm. That's new. You know, usually you use mucking. You know what? It's I'm glad I can surprise you after 11 years. Yeah. There's lay I'm an onion. You're mucking onion. 
<laughs> There's many layers to me. Yeah. Just as, uh, just when you think you know me, boom, I say mucking. Uh, yeah, so anyway. Yeah. I don't know. Well, I guess I'll play it by ear. Mm-hmm. Maybe I should go... See, uh, I don't know. <clears throat> should I see what it looks like first and then... I don't know. Because again, this it's like I did that Wi-Fi comedy club last week. That was, I mean, it couldn't have been more. I didn't see anybody. I was in my green room. Yeah, I that's was, true. I was carted out to my show. Like I was on the show with a bunch of people. Didn't see anyone. Yeah. I was carted out when they, like, if people, when they're putting on these things, regardless of them being upgraded to a red zone or not, the uh, measures in place are really intense. Mm-hmm. I yeah, mean, yeah. I mean, you go, you go in, you sign this form, they give you a fresh mask. They give you, like, you, yeah. you you wash your hands, you get carted to this green room, they come get you when it's time to do your set. What a time. It is. So, I don't know. It's crazy. <clears throat> so, what do you think? Do you really think I shouldn't do it? Well, I mean, it's hard to tell you to do that because you're about to do a show you've never done before, a set you've never done before. For TV. Yeah, and it would be nice. Obviously, I understand the value of being able to say it out loud once in the show. And it honestly doesn't get bigger than just for Last Gala. So I kind of, I mean, one practice set would be nice, but. Well, I'll, I don't know. know. Let's think about it. We can talk more about it later. Yeah, right. (coughs) So tell me about the debate, Jules, because I watched the beginning of it about the first 15 minutes. It was insane. Well, the first 15 minutes was insane. He. Donald Trump is a child. Well, it's it can't even be. Uh, and again, I know people. Are, every time we talk about Trump, you can hear people tuning out. But it's an election year. Who cares? We're going to talk about it. It's the first debate between um, Biden and, and Trump. Obviously, we're going to talk about it. It's, and everybody was she, watching. It everybody last night. was watching it, and it was just insane. I mean, it's basically, you know. Um, Debates are a, a long-standing tradition, and it's it's where where presidential candidates will put forward their their um, policies and their plans and their promises, and you know respectfully disagree with each other and debate uh, issues, social issues, issues that affect us all, and that the voters after a debate. Either um, are th- their choices before the debate are solidified, or they're now thinking differently about a new issue, or, or, or you know, an issue that's close to them. So, I mean, a debate is meant to be, you know, showcase what uh, each person is, you know, stands for, and and what they will do, what they will work for the people that will elect them. And this was n- there was none of that. It was basically Twitter come to life. Right. It was Twitter televised with one of the biggest viewing television audiences ever where all of the um, etiquette and rules that come with debate and the respect, you can disagree with the other person wholeheartedly and still respectfully debate and get your point across and still be scathing. But this was none of that. This was just personal attacks, lies, uh, just any saying anything, it's all it's become about the soundbite. If you can get a quick soundbite, mm. that's what wins debates now. Be- now because that's what will people will share. That's what will make the rounds on social media. One little one, zinger, a one-liner, and can so all all of the stuff from that I was uh, mentioning before is all out the window. So it's just about the soundbite. It's about getting a having a gotcha moment. It's personal. It's um, full of hate from both sides. Trump 
kind of um, with in the in the 2016 election when he debated Hillary, kind of started this new way of throwing all everything uh, as you know it out the window and just uh, uh, um, I don't know. What were you going to ask? Well, watching Joe Biden, I feel like I don't know a lot about him. He's but so I just, old. But I just know, yeah. But I just know that he, so is Trump, though. He is, but uh, I mean, you can hate the guy, but he's way more energetic than Joe Biden. I mean, yeah. Joe Biden yesterday, that's one thing I noticed. I was He came out, I'm like, oh, this is an old man in his late 70s. Yeah. This is a frail old man. Like, it's true. Yeah. And and Trump gave him the nickname Sleepy Joe. He is sleepy. I mean, he's an old man. Yeah. He's a senior very, Why are these the candidates? Why is, are there no young people yeah, that energizing? You know what I mean? It's these old Why is that? white men like very old. And yeah, Trump is old too. He's in his mid-70s. Uh, Biden is 3 years older, I think, or something like that. But the uh It's not much difference. Just like I'm watching this. I'm like, this is the change and the hope for the future. This, this, these old men. Yeah, it's really bizarre. It is bizarre. Hey, I have a question though. Like, yeah. say you're say you're in the position Joe Biden was in. I would try my very very hardest to keep my composure, but he makes it hard. Like, he is. Oh such- yeah, Joe Bart Biden lost it a couple. He's shut up, man. He said shut up, man. He called him a racist. He called him a clown. It's and, really, uh, it's really hard. He he's like a child. He's one, like one of those kids. Like it reminds me of, honestly, like uh, a bratty kid who won't let up. Well, he literally the kind like, that like is in the car saying, "I'm touching you." Yeah, I mean, I'm touching you. I'm touching you. Well, he's untouchable in regular life. Every scandal that he faces, he comes out of it unscathed, and people around him take the fall for him. So, do you really think debate rules apply to him? Long-standing traditional debate rules. It's crazy. No, he, he'll just again. It was a, it was Twitter come to life. It was a reality TV show. It was about ratings. It was about sound bites. It was about get having a gotcha moment. It was not about policies or or mm-hmm. uh, the american people or anything at all it was just about it got personal it was uh it was insane to watch yeah. and the the uh, winner out of this is trump he won the debate because anybody that was uh, any any biden supporters or anybody but trump kind of people uh watched the debate and thought it was a total train wreck and a disgrace whereas anybody that's already following trump and and part of his base all, all, cause all it did for them was be like, huh, yeah, see, he's our guy. He's he he gets his point across. He's funny. Get some jabs in there. It didn't change anybody's mind. So in that respect, if you think about both sides, it, it did more for Trump that kind of thing because it only solidified his followers. In his their follower in his followers' eyes, he can't he can't do any wrong. So it was just like because I was really trying to watch it from a neutral standpoint just kind of yeah. like really you know and and uh, I was like okay well if if I was to if I was a supporter of either of those guys in my eyes if I supported Biden this was a train wreck yeah on both counts if I supported Trump well he did his thing and uh, that's our guy like so that yeah. so that goes far th- further for so he he did he won i mean it's i mean you've got a point because if you think about it 
people are not expecting anything different than what he did last night because that's what he's always exactly. Like. He, it wasn't surprising. It right. was it was a train wreck and it was just disgraceful and awful but it wasn't surprising you're watching this going i even laughed at a few things he said so i ma- imagine his supporters that he's you know the next uh the the, the messiah is you know they're probably falling over laughing and like yeah that's i gotta get him and just you know facts don't matter you can just say anything you can just interrupt the other person chris wallace the the moderator had no control over it at all no. like zero Trump is just, he was the one in control of the whole thing. He said what he wanted to say when he wanted to say it. He got his point across every time. He would interrupt with exactly what it is he had to say. So it was like, okay, well, he won. I mean, he, you know. So can you tell me why, what is your guess on why there aren't younger candidates? Younger candidates, younger candidates usually have more radical approaches, which usually turn off older more traditional voters okay like but younger- what about even i'm talking younger like 60 i know i know i mean i don't know i don't and i don't know i don't i don't understand it but I don't uh get it. it was anybody anybody watching have any ideas crazy to watch and um trump got some funny liners in there i'm trying to think of some but you know it was just a it was a uh promo for a wrestling mat it looked for it looked like the WWE. It didn't not look like a presidential debate. Just interruption, name calling. It was personal. Bringing their children into it. Jeez. It was. Um, yeah, I mean, I what do you what do you say after Trump watching that? Trump pushes buttons. He likes to he likes to push buttons. And Joe Biden has his smi- his smile is obnoxious because you know he's you know he knows he has a great smile like a radio and it's too much you know how you smile over the top too much <laughs> like anytime trump would say anything that would be a he'd make fun of or any joe biden would just flash his smile that you know he knows is radiant you know what i mean <laughs> it was too it's too over the top is okay That's why funny. are you smiling that much you know what i mean it's like i know my smile is charming so I'm just gonna, you know, do you know? Do, am I, I articulating? I, I do, but I don't. I didn't feel that, but I, I can see where you're coming from, and I, I feel like he. You was know, in, he's been told he has a great smile, nah. and it's just, it's a life change. It just brightens a room when he smiles. It's I just, feel like he was in a hard position. I think. Anybody, oh yeah, totally. Anybody debating Donald Trump, it's like, how do you handle this little brat that's getting laughs and you know? And it's gets not, away with so much like what the and hell and it's a performance it is a, I felt that it was very much an, a performance it's performing. not policies it's not yeah. it has nothing to do with any uh, any agenda or anything it's just all performance and out of the two Donald Trump is a better performer yeah because there's no rules he'll just uh, anyway do you feel like it Joe was, Biden kept his uh, composure I mean he did pretty good co- co- facing up Trump uh, going face to face against Trump in a debate televised debate is uh, incredibly um, tough and it because because again he doesn't there's no respect patience. yeah well that's the thing there's no respect for time there's no respect for the other person anything so yeah, respect is other one why doesn't he get disqualified like why don't they just say then we can't do this debate if he's not following the rules why do they keep doing it it's all live it's on live TV I don't know they just but like why don't you get penalties for that what's the point of a debate if it rules if you don't get penalized for well, them yeah I don't know <clears throat> it's kind of bullshit and why does he not get why does he get away with so much? 
I, you know what? I want him to do something that's well. That's what I mean. That's beyond He's forgivable. Teflon like Don. Yeah. Okay. So, do you really think debate rules will apply to him when, when, when you know, the law? And I don't know. It's just, um, it was just totally. I couldn't stop watching. That's the thing. It flew by, and when it was over, I was like, "Oh, come on, give us another hour of this." Mm-hmm. And that's not good when that's. It's an election, and it feels like, like wrestling a, or like entertainment. A, like, like a show going, like doing really well on Netflix or something. Totally. It feels like Tiger King. <laughs> that bitch Carol Baskin. <laughs> yeah. No comments, but I want to hear from people. I want to see what they think of did the Did people debate. watch it? I mean, I, I was... I think uh, so. I saw lots of people, like a lot of my friends saying they were watching it. There was some pretty crazy moments. Uh, yeah. Ugh, yeah. No one's commenting, but no, I no. guess it's, you know, like you say, it's like it's news, but it's like it's always the same shit with that guy. Yeah. I mean, even even the actual moments, you break them down. It's the same thing, just different mm-hmm. verbiage. Yep. <clears throat> All right. Well, that's that. <laughs> that's the debate. Ugh. I guess we'll... Uh, I don't know. Go back to talking about shitty... Yeah, remember our cat's shitty arsehole? <laughs> that, that was a thing we talked about. Remember that? <laughs> remember when the show was a comedy? Daily no. Dose, daily Dose. Yo. Cat Can you turn down my cans a bit? Coast to coast. <laughs> daily Dose. Daily Dose. <laughs> I know you can hear me. Everybody can hear me. No, I don't, yeah, I know. I don't know. I don't know why that... Made me laugh. Are you laughing at the cans? Yeah. <laughs> uh, who are you right now? Radio engineer? Yeah. Look at I'm, you over there. I'm really, I'm a profesh, you know. We've Notch down in the cans, thanks. Guys, <laughs> guys. Uh, here's your daily dose for today, Monday. Monday? It is not Monday. Wednesday, September 30th. So, um, Canadians are still out of work due to COVID-19, of course, because we're in our second wave. And, um... Just wanted to cover this story because this is something I was interested in. A lot of uh, people I know have had to rely on CERB. And now that that has ended and wound down, people who are still jobless are eligible for other federal financial supports to help them get through this next phase of the pandemic. So millions of CERB recipients will transition automatically to EI. Mm-hmm. Um, expand. Yeah. If you did it through this, the Service Canada website, I think it's automatic. But if you did it through the CRA website, you have to apply. Okay. Expanded eligibility rules will also mean more people can qualify in the pandemic aid bill before the House of Commons this week. C4 includes three new replacement benefits. So that's good to know. And um, yeah. What... It says, what if I don't qualify for EI? It says that the government created three new benefits for Canadians who don't qualify for EI, providing a payment of 500 a week. So that would be like the Canada Recovery Benefit is for self-employed or gig workers who don't qualify for EI. Oh, that would be us. Yep. Okay. Oh, that's good. This is this is good stuff to know. Yeah, and this is good news. The Canada Recovery Sickness Benefit is for workers who are sick or must self-isolate due to COVID-19. They actually use the word gig in the bill. Yeah, they do. Yeah, funny, eh? 
The Canada Recovery Caregiving Benefit is for people who can't work because they need to care for a child or dependent for reasons related to COVID-19. We live in such a wonderful country. So like if uh, schools were closed and your kid had to be home and you can't work or something like that? Yeah, or taking care of your your parent or somebody who's immunocompromised. I was thinking about that because after we get back, um, we're going to have to self-isolate because we'll be going to New Brunswick. And I was thinking, oh, you know what? You really have to plan your life. Like now we have to think about, you know, all the stuff we'd have to get for groceries or rely on other people to go and get us stuff and drop off groceries. It's quite a time. Yeah. Is yeah. it weird that I'm looking forward to isolation for two weeks? Oh, I think it'll be nice. We're going oh. <laughs> to do our show there, right? Yeah. We'll be in a trailer. Yeah, well, we'll have to organize that. Well, well, I so, know for sure we'll be able to record it. I don't know if we'll be able to stream it. We'll see. Anyway, we'll talk about it. It would be would be fun to see what yeah, happens. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So that's really good news, and we're very, very, very lucky to be able to live in Canada because I don't think any of that is happening. Um, in the states. For I instance. think the states only got one twelve hundred dollar check in April, and that's it. That's insane. I know. Yeah. Um. So, go ahead, Jenny. Separate story has yeah. nothing to do with COVID 19. It actually, this first story and the second story are, I really chose stories that while perusing the news interest me. Love it. <laughs> well, and, I'm glad you said the first one because I wasn't sure yet. I, I didn't know. know what was going to happen after, like for us. For I think a lot of people wondered that. Oh, and the other thing I wanted to mention was that it will be, this was good to know too. When will these EI payments flow? EI recipients are eligible at the end of the f- end of the first two weeks they're out of work. That means people switching to EI from CERB will be eligible for their first payment as of October 11th. Amazing. More than 80% of eligible Canadians using direct deposit can expect their first payment by October 14th, about three days after they become eligible. Now, I wonder if you go... Um, if you go on there now and sort of establish your thing that by then when you submit it, yeah, Yeah. that kind of like, you know how you create your profile on, on CRA when you were, when we were claiming the CERB. Yeah. Um, here's the separate story that also interests me and I know a lot of people have dogs, so I don't know if anybody heard about this, but recently I've been wondering what kind of dog food to get the dog, um, because some news came out. That grain-free, some people were saying that grain-free dog food can cause uh, canine heart disease. Oh, yeah? Yeah. It's a disease known as dilated cardiomyopathy. Say that three times fast. (laughs) Cardiomyopathy. Perfect. And uh, we're going to shorten that just for uh, our purposes here. And also it's in the article, DCM, okay? DCM, thanks, So um, it causes a dog's heart to thin which can lead to congestive heart failure. So I'd heard that. And uh, some people had said thin that... Thin heart. I know, a little heart, thin, little thinny thin. Um, but I had asked at this like fancy health or dog store or pet store that I go to, and she said that they've debunked it. But then there's this article here. You just don't know what you're supposed to feed animals these days. Some people say raw, other grain feed, about grain free. I, I see my mom who has an old older cat, and she feeds it like the shittiest, well, medium, you know ground sort of not ground that sounds like it's ground meat uh, medium like stuff you can buy at the grocery store so 
like nothing medium expensive, stuff? medium price stuff. Oh, like, like not, mid-range. Not mid-range is what I meant to say. So not the cheapest, not the most, well, it's probably the most expensive at the grocery store, which isn't saying much, right? Nothing's that expensive there. But, um, and he's healthy as anything. So it's kind of mysterious, but um, the FDA hadn't found a definite link between the foods they named and the disease. So they're not really sure. And the, this article asks a lot of questions. Does grain-free dog food cause this uh, CD, CD, M? CDM? Yes. Or um, should we be avoiding it? And it kind of just says, well, when you feed them a grain-free diet, especially those that have... Um, pulse ingredients which is dry beans you need to supplement it with two amino acids cheese methionine and taurine and i'm like okay is my grandfather rolling in his grave right now because um, (laughs) like back in the day my mom's like we used to just feed scraps to the dogs now we're like oh well we need to supplement with now feed them your methionine and taurine or thyroid (laughs) or whatever they call i know so um and you should also care about whether if you have a large breed dog, make sure this person's saying that um, they're an authority on nutrition for dogs. You should get dog food that's specific for your breed. It does okay. make a difference. Okay. Don't make, they're saying don't make homemade dog food. A lot of people believe in that Why too. Not? You'd think that's good. It's just food, food. Well, they say up. for the most part, homemade diets are often associated with nutrient defici- deficiencies because the formulas tend to be. Um, similar and often don't use supplements to balance nutrients. So I think they put stuff in dog food that's important for dogs to get that we right. don't have in our human food. Okay. If you're really interested in making homemade diets, you should visit a vet- veterinary um, nutritionist and ask for a series of homemade diets that fit your food philo- philosophy and provide the best nutrition for your dog. Um, how much should I feed my dog? Um, many, it depends on the dogs and, um, what's another thing? Oh yeah. Can I give my dog bone from a butcher? I always wondered that too. And they say that bones can splinter and cause perforations in dogs, gastrointestinal system for this reasons they are often advised against. So whoops. Whoopsie. Sorry for the gastrointestinal intestinal splinters. (laughs) Splinties. Splinties. (laughs) All right. Um, yeah. That's what, what's what, mm, yeah. Oh, no, that's, I'm not done yet. Oh. Yeah. Um, one more story that I haven't, um, it says here that a lot of snowbirds are still heading south this winter despite the COVID-19 and a closed land border. Like. Are you surprised? That that means like, you know how there's a lot of retired, um. So what are they flying there? Canadians, yeah. Snowbirds flying to the U.S. say they plan to take precautions and stick to their communities. Despite the U.S. having the sure. world's highest number of COVID-19 cases, Canadian snowbirds um, Elizabeth Evans, snowbird Elizabeth Evans, is determined to head south. That's because her only winter home is it, blah, 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 because her only winter home is parked at an RV in Florida. She says, I don't have a winter home here. So she doesn't even have an option. She's one of the many uh, snowbirds going to the U.S. for the winter, despite the ongoing pandemic. I would do it. You would? Yeah, it's not crazy. When you think, okay, I'm going to go there. I'm going to isolate there. I'll be, you know, keep to myself. You're basically doing what you do here, but in nice weather. I mean... 
Yeah. I'm okay, I, like for me personally, I'm okay to never go back to the states. I'm fine with that. But if I had a second home there, which I usually spent my winters, I would go down there and just, you know, take You'd all have the precautions. To be very careful. Yeah, but if you're not going out to bars and restaurants and because social gatherings, those are the super spreaders. Like the that's how they're spreading is is people getting together so if you're just like going to your yeah. winter home in florida and just will keep to yourself mainly and still yeah. take precautions i would I'd do that this, that's not too crazy the only thing i'd be afraid of is if i did get sick and i was in the u.s that would suck you know that's the thing and you often share things on campgrounds so you'd have to be just really vigilant yeah like really vigilant borderline bitchy almost like get away from me yeah. You know, in a way you get to kind of escape and whatever, but yeah, maybe they have like uh special coverage. Yeah. But anyway, so, um, that's kind of a short daily dose today. That's your daily All dose right. for today. Yeah. the Amanda Marshall dance I did today. The Amanda <laughs> Marshall. Wow. Uh, by the way, the pre-show song, pre-show month, Mike Plume month continues with Mike Plume. I think it's been longer than a month, but uh, whatever. He's so awesome. Yeah, I can't wait to tell people the link. When, how, it, when how, are you going to? How we discovered, uh, how we came about his body of work. Are you guys excited to hear about it? Woo! It's a pretty crazy story, but uh, before, until then, let me uh, do this. Oh. Hmm. Hmm? I can't find my uh, regular Gringo's tune. Do a different one. Huh. Oh, yeah, that's true. We could do a different one. It makes Let's it see. more interesting. All right, ladies and gentlemen, this episode of the Julian, this episode, this, this <laughs> is good. Oh, this is like a... Uh, light and fun thank you very much for watching today i'd like to if i could get your attention once attention one second whether you're working out right now or driving listening to the podcast Ooh. watching live from your bedroom right now in bed as you start your day as you make coffee are we playing loud in the kitchen what's going on with you this morning as you, whatever it is i just want to remind you that once again always and forever this episode of the Julian Dion Show is brought to you by Gringo's Blazing Sauces. That's right. Go to, <laughs> uh, go to Gringo's Blazing Sauce. Hold on. that's It's distracting. Let me just find out. All right. There we go. Yeah. All right. Gringo's, go to gringosblazingsauces.com for a wide selection of the best hot sauces you'll ever, ever taste in your sweet, sweet little life. Trust us. We're pepperheads. Gringo's Blazing Sauces, the best salsas. Hot sauces, charcuterie jellies, and grilling and barbecue sauces made with only the freshest hand-selected ingredients. Local artisan-made hot sauce from Ottawa, Canada. That's right. GringosBlazingSauces.com. They ship all over North America. It's free shipping for orders over 40 bucks in Canada. On top of that, listeners of this program get an additional 5% off by entering promo code JD5 at checkout. That's right. Throw in JD5 in there and you get 5% off at checkout let me tell you a bit about the company doug knight chef by trade and his wife laura they're obsessed with finding the perfect balance between heat and flavor and they nail it every single time that's the shit with this uh sauce it's not all crazy heat it is good 
super hot stuff, but packed with flavor. You're going to love it. Go to gringosblazingsauces.com. Do yourself a favor. Do the hot sauce lover in your life a favor. Go to gringosblazingsauces.com. Do it today. It's so good. Yeah. That's the slogan. It's so good. Yeah. It's so good. Mm-hmm. How are we doing on the comment front and everything? Yeah, uh, we're good. We're Jim? all caught up. Wow. Mm-hmm. Low activity today. Mm-hmm. Yesterday we had uh, uh, we had some comments after the fact on my... Uh, oh, really? On the big question of the day yesterday, which was, do you choose to... If there was a pill where you could take, <laughs> take the pill right now and wake up... In the month of May, between the second and third wave of the pandemic, would you take it or go through the winter locked down? And a controversial topic, it seems. <laughs> First of all, people were trying to poke holes in my theory because okay. my theory was that we take, we all take sleeping pills and wake up in May. That was the question. Or do <laughs> we? And then you asked, what about the pets? The pets, of course, also take sleeping pills. We all sleep I until guess May. Will. Yes, and this was brought up that uh, because our dog walker, I mentioned that rather than walking the dogs, he would come and and flip us and uh, you mm. know move us around in the bed so we don't get bed sores, <laughs> empty the bedpans and our adult diapers and and stuff. Oh and God. someone pointed out the fact that what our pets are sleeping, but we still have a dog walker. Well, that's the thing is we don't we don't want to leave anybody hanging by going mm-hmm. into hibernation. So we're encouraging our dog walker to pivot for our uh, period mm-hmm. of resting. Period of resting. Anyway, and uh, but of course, there's a lot of holes in this theory. The biggest one is that this pill would only be engineered to work to bring us to between the second and third wave, so that we're you know buried back to square one. <laughs> anyway. It was a dumb thing, but uh, people were commenting after the fact yesterday. And I just wanted to clarify that uh, the reason we would keep our dog walker is not for walking our pets. It would be just for other... um, Supporting our local community. Supporting our local community by employing them to support our biological processes while we sleep. Hi. Hi. Um... I don't know if I mentioned this yesterday or just thought of it. You know how that happens sometimes where you think something, but you thought you said it? Yeah. Uh, I had a friend who always said that she wished she could just take a pill and diet, and then it would she'd just sleep and lose weight and then wake up and she'd be thin. I thought you were going to say take a pill and die. I'm like, pretty sure that can be arranged. <laughs> she just wishes. It's like somebody should talk to your friend, maybe. <laughs> yeah. I had a friend that... Uh, after like an episode of TV, he wanted to take a sleeping pill mm-hmm. until the next episode. I feel that way sometimes about Coronation Street. Oh my God. If I could like at the end of an episode, I'm like, if I could take a sleeping pill and wake up tomorrow for a fresh epi, I'd take that pill. It's so weird Most that we're days, into I that take show. A, I know. Like we're the only, vi- I bet you there's such a small percentage in our age group that watches Coronation Street like dedicated. We are the youngest by far. And even, this is how old the show is, even uh, actors that have been raised on the show, born and raised and are still like on it as in their 20s and 30s, their friends don't even watch the show. <laughs> They're like, oh yeah, that guy's on Corey, we don't, that's just weird. You know, I'll be honest, there's some times where the storylines are just like, oh, for God's sake. Oh, they drag things on, it's, and it's they're insane. they're depressing. Like I, I looked no. at you like yesterday. I'm like, this is our entertainment, and it's depressing AF. Yeah. Yeah, it is, Jenny. 
I mean, how many Corey fans say AF? Well, you're the first one. <laughs> As the youngest Corey fans, uh, we like to uh, spice up the Corey lexicon in the Corey the universe with some fun, young, youthful terms such as hang loose and gnarly. <laughs> morning. <laughs> Good morning. Well, Jenny, I uh, like I said off the top, oh, this might be a little shorter episode yeah. because uh, as I'm talking here, I'm sitting, all of the things that I have to do today are, are kind of racing through my mind and taking me away from the yeah. moment, which is depriving our, our sweet, sweet listening audience from our full, well, it's almost an hour undivided anyway. attention. So why don't we go for the close? It's almost an hour anyway. It was fun. You were great today. I'll say it. Well, thank you so much. You're always great. Well, you're great too. And I just want to mention that... Uh, I uh, got my top fan plus one status oh, back. Oh, phew. Because we were lo- using the uh, Restream um, app there. Yeah, the Restream seemed- is kind of inconsistent, I noticed. Like, it's not working super well today because I'll go back to it and then there's no comments at all. Oh. Um, but then sometimes there's comments. So I apologize if I didn't get to someone's comments because it doesn't seem to be working well today. Well, we're trying to figure it out. Figure it out. Yeah. Yeah. Um, we are six months into this show, mm-hmm. being back. I love doing this show. I love too. And and you know what? We're going to go uh, on lockdown. In um, So here's what we're doing. Oh, yeah. Our, right. Here are our mid, short to midterm plans, so you guys know. So we might take tomorrow off. Oh, I didn't know that. Well, I think if I, de- I do decide to stay for the show tonight. Mm-hmm. I'd be back around 11. That's not oh, too yeah. crazy. It's not too no, crazy. You, yeah, but you'd had bad sleep loss, like no sleep last night. Anyway. So we might, we may or may not be here tomorrow. You'll see. We'll we'll, we'll announce it I in the morning. I think it's probably good to sleep in a bit. Um, We'll be here Friday for sure. F- uh, what's it called? The flashback for, or uh, whatever. Far West Fridays is is over. So yeah. we're back <laughs> after two weeks. So we're back on Friday at 7 a.m. whether or not we're here tomorrow. And then um, next week, are we on next week? Yeah. We'll just have my parents here, I guess. Yeah. We'll do the show every morning. So next week we're doing shows until Thursday. Yeah. Then we go out west for a long weekend. Then we'll be off the week after that. Right? Yeah, we could probably... We're not going to do shows out west when we go... No, 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 but we're... Well, I think we could do a show... Right, not a full week off sort yes. of thing. Yes, yeah. And then we we'll go to. We'll keep you in the loop. We'll post in this. Yeah. Uh, then page, we go to yeah. New Brunswick and we'll isolate, self isolate in a trailer. We're going to go there for two weeks and then visit for a week. Be kind of fun to have a different location to do the show from. Yeah. yeah. So, anyway, so look, we'll be uh, bouncing around over the next few days and weeks, but we'll be uh, keeping you posted. So, let's go for the close today. Okay. And uh, we'll either be back tomorrow, Thursday morning at 7 a.m. or Friday morning at 7. We'll see how we. Uh, how late of a night and if we go through with uh, the show tonight or whatnot so um, just follow us on social media to find out like the Facebook page facebook.com slash Julian Dion show like us on Twitter Julian Dion underscore that's it uh, what else YouTube Instagram at Julian Dion show I'm just drawing <laughs> all these blanks and uh, we'll see you perhaps uh, tomorrow thank you everybody thanks for watching please subscribe like share review and all that good stuff Jen yeah. I love you love you See you tomorrow. Thank you, everybody. Enjoy your day, and as always, watch your head. Waste of time. I went to school. Yeah, I learned a lot. Got a degree in what I'm not. You spend your life looking for what 
Time. A waste of time. 